Truth and Transcendence. Brought to you by Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. Truth and Transcendence, episode 81. Today I'm going to talk about what a lot of people mention, which is the loneliness of being the person at the top. And I find this a very interesting notion because most times those who are at the top, in quotes, are not lonely in the sense of spending too much time by themselves or not having enough people or enough going on in their lives. In general, these people have got plenty of people in their lives who love them and who they love. And there's a lot going on, a lot of interaction. However, when I did my research some years back with non-exec chairman, one of the things that they shared with me was that they had a fear before becoming a non-exec chairman of being too isolated. And I'm saying isolated as distinct from uh, lonely. It's a completely different thing. And and they, they said that isolation, they felt, was one of a really significant aspect of non-exec chairmanship. And I think they're absolutely right. And I think this is true for anybody who's in a, in a position where they need to be autonomous and in control of what they're doing and leading the way and where there's nobody at the same uh, hierarchical level as they are in their organization. Although uh, non-exec chairmen are not actually in their organization, that they're, they're, they're connected with it, but they're not part of it. And of course, that's part of the sense of isolation. There's I'm the only person at this level of the organization and I'm not actually part of the organization. I'm separate from it. And a lot of these people come into this situation following decades of being part of an organization where there are people in the hierarchy above them, below them, alongside them pretty much all the time. And suddenly there they are in this unique position. So then I think to myself, well, okay, they're not lonely in the sense of uh, what most of us mean by lonely. They are isolated, but surely these are mature and evolved people. Surely they can manage that. And the answer, of course, to that is yes, they can. They know that they're good at doing that. They're able to do that. But also they, they have an interesting set of responsibilities that's unique to them and that actually nobody else can help them with, really, not in a direct way. So why are they then thinking about being isolated? Why is this now an important thing for them? And I would say the reason for this is twofold. One being literally their experience of life, what it's like being them, what it's like doing what they do. Are they happy? Are they fulfilled? And the other being, are they bringing bringing the optimum contribution to what they're doing in terms of delivery and in terms of making a difference and showing up and being part of the solution of whatever it is that they're doing. And my feeling, and actually this was borne out again in these these interviews with several non-exec chairmen, some of whom had been in that sort of role for well over 10 years and some of whom had been in that sort of role for less than a year. Some of them were what you might call portfolio non-exec chairman, and some of them only had one chairmanship role. So there was a range between those people. 
But all of them said that they felt that it was very, very important for them and for anyone who was listening to their advice to be aware of the fact that, yes, they're evolved, yes, they're sophisticated, yes, they're very experienced, capable, resilient people, but that doesn't mean they have no needs any longer. What it actually means is they do still have needs, but those needs are significantly more sophisticated and nuanced than they were earlier in their career. So today I'd just like to share with you some of the needs that those people identified for me, which I then put into my ebook, which you can have if you like, and there'll be a link in the show notes to that. So what these guys told me is that non-exec chairmen are mature, experienced and capable people. They're relatively self-sufficient and they're able to manage all sorts of challenges and they are human beings who benefit from a bit of assistance. And by the way, if you're listening to this and thinking, well, I'm not a non-exec chairman, then are you in a position where there's only one of you in that position? And are you at times isolated because of that? So if that's the case, then this may apply to you. If not, but you're someone who's considering becoming someone like that, then this also may be relevant to you. So some of the assistance that these guys guys and girls need, they can actually provide f- for themselves. But some of it is more effectively drawn from other, pe- other people. So NECs require self-support, external support, and also relevant input. So I've, I've grouped that in three sections and I've done that for a reason. So that's self-support, external support and relevant input. So self-support is things like, um, recognizing that you have limitations and that's okay. Recognizing that some things have to be let go of, uh, keeping your attachment to the organization in balance. Being involved and interested, but but remembering that autonomy is really important. Um, keeping on learning. You know, the, that, that kind of self-support that we get by having a, a, a conversation with ourselves, reflecting, considering, making decisions and choices. So people at this level are well capable of doing that. And it's very important that they do do it because if they get swamped by other people's viewpoints and, and input, they're just going to disappear under a kind of a flood of other people's opinions and ideas and pressures. Whereas what they really want to be doing is actually um, remembering to look inside and ask themselves questions and come up with their own answers. So that's self-support. External support, very obviously, chairmen require support from the board. Beyond a certain point, If a chairman has no support from the board, they will not succeed. So support doesn't mean total agreement. It means a willingness to work with the chairman honourably and diligently. There may be disagreement, there may be difficulties, but the board support is vital for a chairman to succeed. Obviously, there's uh, PA support or equivalent support, which I cannot argue strongly enough for, for a non-exec chairman. Now, a lot of these people have uh, come out come out of a larger organisation with a sigh of relief and are saying, well, I'm independent now. I don't need to have staff. I don't need to have people working for me. Whereas I would say, 
yeah, really think about that. Get yourself some support, even if you have to pay for it. You know, your your organisations you're working for as a chairman might cover that for you, but even if not, cover it yourself. Your devices can actually do an awful lot for you, but not everything. And of course, patience and support at home, which is vital. And, and again, pretty much everyone I spoke to said that patience and support at home in their lives was very strong and very present and extremely valued. But they also shared with me that there had been danger points when they had temporarily, perhaps uh, unconsciously overloaded their spouse or partner with the burden of compensating for some of what had been lost in, in quotes, going independent. So that's a danger to really watch out for in terms of patience and support at home. So a lot of people will just stop there. They'll say, do I have self-support? Am I taking time to reflect? Am I getting the support I need from the board? Am I getting patience and support at home? And do I have administrative support? And that's all I need. I'm a grown-up. I'm evolved. I don't need somebody to be wiping my nose for me and telling me how to tell the time. And of course you don't. But the people who are really successful in these sorts of very senior roles actually have other input. So they have people they tap into have who have greater experience than they do themselves. Because the wisdom of experience is absolutely priceless. So if you don't have somebody like that or several people like that, I suggest you go out and get it and find it. And I would say this is the uh, most commonly accepted and recognised type of external input that very senior people value and make sure they have in their lives, which is input from people with more experience than themselves. Secondly, and this is something which seems to be under underdone, under-resourced, which is what I call association. There's a strong need for like-minded peer association. We all need peers to talk to on a similar path to our own, facing similar opportunities and challenges and experiencing similar ups and downs. Now, this is quite difficult to arrange because... When one of these senior people goes out there looking for this, what they'll tend to find is lots of people who want to sell them coaching and consultancy and lots of people who want to connect up with them and learn from them, junior people coming up behind them. Finding people at an equivalent level, a peer level, is quite difficult and these people are very busy and finding time to get together is tricky. And actually convincing ourselves that this is an okay thing to do is quite tricky. Because unfortunately, we live in a culture where we've all come to believe that reaching out for help, looking for input, asking for someone to spend time with us is a sign of weakness, a sign of uh, immaturity, a sign of self-indulgence, as opposed to a sign of wisdom, strategic thinking, um, recognising oneself as an asset and levering, leveraging oneself as an asset. This is changing a little bit, but it hasn't changed enough, in my opinion. Now, of course, 
I'm biased because I'm one of those people who offers coaching and consulting support and self-mastery support for people. So, of course, I'm biased and I really value those sorts of inputs. But what I'm talking about here is not that. What I'm talking about here is peership. And if I look look at myself, I'm a very experienced uh, professional in my field. And I have a number of people who I connect with on a regular basis who are at an equivalent level to myself. And there's an absolutely extraordinary, wonderful benefit to that, that we can experience in a very short period of time, because we can tune into each other very, very quickly. And that's absolutely different from me mentoring somebody who's coming up behind me, or me talking to someone who's providing mentorship for me, who's ahead of me in the cycle. These things are very different. So I'm I'm talking about association, which I think is very, very important. And I'll stop banging on about that now. And the next one, which is also a difficult thing to find, is stimulus. The life of a chairman or any very senior person can lack variety and mental stimulus. This may sound ridiculous given the complexity of the role, but let's not forget that the chairman is, for the most part, dealing with board members who are less experienced than they are. So this can provide some variety, but it doesn't, it quite often does not provide that very real requirement for thought provoking stimulus. This is a distinct need and it's, it's easy to ignore it when our lives are full of challenges because challenges are interesting to a point, but they don't necessarily provoke intellectual, um, and more advanced and sophisticated thinking and creativity. Quite often it's a repeat of something we've experienced or dealt with before. So it's therefore not challenging in terms of our ability to, to be creative and to think outside the box and, and go beyond that which we've conceived of before. And there's a lot of talk at the moment about, um, aging without getting old. You know, a, a lot of very senior people are in their, third age, as as some people call it, keeping the mind active and alert beyond simply dealing with relatively mundane challenges and problems is really important for maintaining youth and vitality. And of course, for maintaining an edge when you're trying to do a really good job for your organisation. So stimulus is vital and, and finding meaningful stimulus that takes a chairman or any senior person outside of their comfort zone and their existing mindset is a challenge in itself. And then finally, an independent perspective. And this is where people like me show up with a helpful little note saying, would you like to have a chat? I might be able to be of assistance. You know, everybody needs someone outside of their circle. Someone who's not a colleague, not a peer, not a more experienced chairman or a member of their personal circle, someone with no skin in the game, no agenda in their particular game or activity. And this this is important because having someone like this to talk to provides a, a different and a useful space for expression and reflection and engagement with chairmanship or whatever the senior role may be. So the thing I'd like to say in summing up really is the more evolved we are, does not mean we need 
that our needs are less, in some ways our needs have expanded because our capacities have expanded and every capacity that we have benefits from being nurtured and supported. But also the range and scope of what we're involved with and the range and scope of our contribution has likewise expanded. And if we get the right kind of support, assistance, input, then by definition, we're leveraging all of that contribution. And the kind of input, support, assistance we require is going to be much more sophisticated and nuanced than it ever has been in the past. So what that means is our judgment and our our discernment are called into play more than ever when we're considering and looking for putting these sorts of support and assistance in place. And I would say it's really worthwhile putting aside some time and energy and thought to this, because this could make the difference between 2023 being a good year and an excellent year, or the difference between 2023 being an excellent year and an outstanding year, and the difference between being fulfilled and content with our year and absolutely blown away with the degree to which we've gone past our own expectations and the expectations for the organisations that we are helping and guiding. I myself regularly and periodically review the support and assistance I have in my life. And if there's something that's no longer relevant, I will gently and respectfully let that go. And if there's a new requirement I've identified, I will carefully and diligently and with discernment go out there and look for that help. And this is a live and fertile activity for me. So for those of us who've decided, now nah, we don't need any help now, we don't need any input, we've got everything we need, and anyway, we're on the kind of downward slope towards passing out of doing anything creative, I would say possibly challenge that a little bit and ask a few questions of oneself. Thank you so much again for listening. Please check in the show notes where you will find a link to HTTPS yesyounow.today forward slash chairman, where you could get my ebook called Autonomy in Relationship, the human side of being a non-exec chairman. And all you have to do is give me your email address and go on my list and you can have that ebook for free. And it's, although I wrote it myself and all I say it myself, I think it's quite good. It's got some really good, juicy, meaty stuff in there. And if you'd like to know more about my work, just go to yesyounow.today. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Truth and Transcendence, the regular weekly podcast from Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. For more information, head to yesyounow.today forward slash podcast.